The Bible is a library filled with book upon book of stories. Stories of women including Ruth, Naomi, and Hannah, Mary and Elizabeth. Stories of kings, King David, King Solomon, Jesus. Stories of healing, stories of redemption. Together, let us consider and wonder and maybe experience a little bit of awe as we reflect on a story from the Bible through the lens of the time in which it was written and the lens of now. Welcome to Stories of Faith, the devotional edition. My name is Denise Pollock, diaconal intern. My pronouns are she, her. Let us begin by reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verses 49 to 56. I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, It is going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, There will be scorching heat. And it happens. You hypocrites. You know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why? Do you not know how to interpret the present time? Imagine. Imagine a classroom of 20 preschoolers. They have been together for a few months now, but their world has just been upended. A new teacher has arrived on the scene. With their previous teacher, every time they cleaned up, they received stickers as a reward. But this new teacher, oh, her ways are different. She talks to the children about cleaning up the classroom because it's a space everyone shares that cleaning up the classroom is a way to show that people care about each other and that they care about the room. There were no stickers given for cleaning up the classroom, only words of thanks. Well, this seemed unfair to the children. 
They had been enjoying receiving stickers. So what was their response? They refused to clean the room. Soon, the art table, it's filled with paper and scissors, glue and crayons. The floor in the block area is covered with big and small wooden and plastic blocks. The whole room is a mess. After a day or two of this messiness, one of the children came up to the teacher and said, I can't find anything. We need to clean up this room. And so the teacher encouraged all the children to clean the room again. Not for a reward, but because it was difficult to live in the chaos of this space. And for the children, the crisis of a messy space was a catalyst for change. When we gather around and hear what Jesus has to say in the story from Luke, we hear he acknowledges that his time on earth is short, that faith, that life has a cost. He declares to us that life without challenge, life without crisis, means we will not flourish. That a crisis, whether relationship-based, weather-based, or conflict-focused, is an opportunity for injustice to be countered. For people to respond and for all to prosper, to grow. So I wonder, what is it that you have been hesitant to do to show care for others? Perhaps it's something that you hope you will be rewarded for, but what would happen if you just did it? If you addressed an injustice, gave your support, loved your neighbor, we are called to face the crisis of injustice, the crisis of inequity. And the question is, how are we responding? Take a moment together and pray. Mothering God, we hear this a lot, that we are to love our neighbor. But sometimes we wonder, who is our neighbor? Is it literally the person who lives next door to me, or down the hall, or down the street, or above me? May we open our eyes to see that a neighbor is a person, any person, who experiences a crisis or injustice, who does not have adequate housing, who does not have enough to eat, who is isolated and alone because they are different. 
who has been or maybe still is being hurt by someone they love. May we find the strength, the courage, the determination to be a voice for the homeless and the hungry and be a person of action through direct and indirect ways to care for the lonely and protect the abused. All this we pray to you. Amen. And now a blessing. May the Creator bless you in your day. May the rebel stir you to action and may the Spirit's breath nudge you toward caring for your neighbor. This has been Stories of Faith, the devotional edition. Join me, Denise Pollock, diaconal intern, next week for another devotion. Until next time, keep living your life of faith.